Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. You all right? Yeah, does kids what? have today off? What happened? Oh, I changed my T-shirt. <laughs> you changed your T-shirt? Yeah. Right at the start of the show? Yeah, the, the other didn't one. Didn't like the shirt, didn't think it looked good on radio, got to change it. No, it was too tight. I don't want to be sweat. I want to be comfortable. Gotcha. So I had to get one with the perforated holes in it. You know what I mean? With the a little bit more stretch. Holes. Yeah, gotcha. a, little, a little bit more stretch. <laughs> okay. Hey, what is today? Does kids, are kids today out of school? Is Thanksgiving Eve. It is one of the worst travel days of the year. And um, not it's according raining. to LaGuardia. Not according to LaGuardia. LaGuardia? They said it was beautiful today. They expected a, you know. Vincent two- LaGuardia? Which LaGuardia are we talking about? <laughs> LaGuardia Airport. Yes. They're they're expecting, but I think they said 2.2 million people to come through the three major tri-state area um, airports, Newark, JFK, and um, and it's only been minimum um, delays after yesterday been crazy, man. I had to drive all the way from Baltimore through that. It started raining in Baltimore. It took me like four hours to get back. Usually it was a two-and-a-half-hour drive. But you know how it is when you're going through multiple municipalities in different states. You know, you got, you're going through multiple construction sites. Saw people that ran into the side of the road, hydroplaned out. Oof. Yeah, it was one of those nights, man. But, you know, shout out to my guy, Jamil McClain, who, I, like yep. I said, people know around here that played for the Giants for a brief stint. He, um, Convention Center, fed 7,500 families and, and, and wow. people. Yep. Wow, that's, that's had fantastic. It at, yep, had it at, uh, at the Convention Center, so all the little, little Raven, Ravens came out later. Um, the OGs was there before, you know, it, he does, he does a good job, man. He was one of the guys that I kept underneath my wing and, you know, he's, he's done great things, continues to do great things. I just want to recognize him for people out here that, you know, he's a Philly guy too at that. He's mm-hmm. a Philly guy that has made uh, Baltimore's home and he's embracing, you know, everybody's doing their part. That's what I love about this time of season, even more than Christmas, you know, thankful is, it's not about presents. It's about, you know, saying hello to your neighbor Right, I think Thanksgiving to me is more important to American society than it is Christmas. Because sometimes Christmas can be more stressful, even though Thanksgiving can be stressful if you can't afford to get a meal for your family. But it, you know, Christmas has become so commercialized where everybody wants to give out gifts and it's about what you get. Where Thanksgiving is more about slowing down family, TV, card games, and all that stuff. Watching maybe some movies. You know, my uncle used to always uh, get drunk in the front. Uh, uh, dining room with my grandma and you, he look up in his silk speedos things, singing about the woman he lost you know what I'm saying so shout out to silk Uncle Warren silk speedos you gotta love that I, I, listen, I, first of all <laughs> you know well, how shout crazy out again, shout out to everything that you you and, and everybody was doing the last couple of days there in Baltimore as yeah, well bro, I appreciate you know how crazy that is to have silk I don't even know where you get silk uh, supermans from like, like this is the crazy thing. This dude used to wear like Amazon, Levi's. probably. No, no, this is before Amazon. <laughs> I'm, just, you know what I'm, I'm just saying, Amazon is like you can get anything from Amazon now. He went to a he went yeah he, he went to he had to go to like a sex store or something like that because that that's got to be what? some guilty pleasure stuff because <laughs> this is what I understand. It's like you got to say this is my uncle man, but this dude sitting there looking like uh, Tony Atlas uh, for, with, with his wrestling uh, tights on. Man. I'm like, where the hell did you get silk? underwear from son and they were the dunthodons because back in the day when he grew up they didn't have boxer briefs all they had was the supermans yeah i'm like yo but they don't match you know how two things don't match like i said he used to walk around with the karate ace bandages on there with (laughs) knives in it like switchblades in it then he would have a bandana on with his hair i don't know he would comb his hair (laughs) to the back he he made himself semi-bald because he would 
comb his hair to the back with the littlest comb. But then, like, if a lady with him, I expect them to have on, like, some some Wranglers and, like, some like some type of Fruit of Balloons, like the old okay. white boys. You don't expect him when he dropped them, when he dropped them pants to have on silk thuntathons. But why is he dropping his pants? I, I don't. Maybe I don't want to ask that question. No, no, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Okay. My uncle. You know, yeah. rest this guy, rest his soul, Uncle okay. Warren. Mm-hmm. This dude. We've heard a lot about Uncle Warren over the years. No, that's Chicken George. Oh, wait. Too. Chicken thought, George, too. Uh, Chicken uh, George was Chicken the, George was the, the crossdresser? No, he was a crackhead. He was the crackhead. Who was yeah. the crossdresser? Oh, that's my um, that's my uh, god uh, brother, Vincent. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, no, uh, Uncle Warren is the alcoholic. That was the post. Oh. That was that was the postman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm piecing it all together now. I feel like it's all one person, but you're right. It's, it's <laughs> no. three different people. If, if I go, if I go to the to the liquor store right now, yes, and I buy the liquor that he bought for the last 20 years of his life, I bet you, I guarantee, we probably should price check this on on the, on the internet right now. How, what Mo, did you buy? Mohawk vodka. Oh, I've heard of it. This thing costs today probably still costs a dollar seventy nine. That stuff was so had to be so damn hot because you know what he chased it with? Ice water. Ice you know how you, you know how hot that alcohol got to be burning your insides up to the, chase the, it with the, ice water? Bad, yeah. You can get mohawk, you, you know, drizzly uh, is the first thing that came up. So I hope we don't have any other uh, sponsorships I know a, I, here that I, we, <laughs> we can get alcohol from. But no, no, I'm telling you not to is, drink this vodka. This is the anti uh, oh, drop. Cur- currently unavailable, so Drizzly doesn't even have it. <laughs> Mohawk see. vodka, man. It's red it on, and silver. I see it online for different. I see $18, $13, $16. That's, that's, for, two, that's for a two gallon bottle. No. He was no. getting a pint. No, one liter. One liter, eleven ninety nine. Another place. It all depends, I guess, on where you're getting it from. From one for one liter. So you know when you get in a pint, it's like a dollar seventy nine, dog. Price ain't changed. It's like it's like Arizona tea. It's locked in, b. Drink so, at your own so risk. So Mohawk vodka is produced from the finest and costliest grains and is carefully distilled. Just so you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why he was hot because you drank too much Mohawk vodka. One so of the best selling off. vodkas in the United States. Just so you know, that means it's a lot of poor people that you know. what I'm saying that's rocking with that. I bet you if you put if you put Irkin Jerk up E and J, I bet you that's the number one the number one brandy, the most sold bottles of brandy. Don't make it number one. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to it. It's all it's priced all different places. Mad but Dog I, 2020. It, yeah, yeah, right. Night Train. Like I've seen it in many different. I mean, some people have it. The, the yeah, you can get the uh, the cordial. You can get that for like three bucks. You 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 have to understand, right? I've mm-hmm. never physically bought it, but I've seen it. For me to have it ingrained, you know how you sing songs. Oh, I, I see the I see the label, and it I've seen that label before. Yeah, exactly. You know I how you sing songs. You know how you sing songs, and you don't know why you singing them because you never actually press play, but you they you hear it all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. What I, I found it. Yeah, you you're right. Right on time. Eleven ninety nine. 1.75 liters. <laughs> there you go. So that's why he was naked. So get ready. Like, so that's, that's why, some why people, he, was he was hot. Yeah. And I know, I know, listen, my mom listens every day. And I know she's going to call and say, yup, he was out there singing about Peggy. Oh. Since 1989, they haven't changed have the Peggy, recipe. Yep. They haven't replaced the, the vodka since 1989. I mean, 1899. <laughs> so you know that they, they, they damn near poisoned. 
if they recipe from 1889, they ain't right. changed it. It's basically pure rubbing alcohol. It's the same grains, too. It's moonshine. <laughs> it's essentially moonshine, let's be honest. But I'll tell you what, though. We all had a Peggy. And we yep. all have the relative. We all do. And we're all going to see that relative tomorrow, somewhere, somehow. Mm-hmm. If you get, if you have a big family gathering for your Thanksgivings, there's always the one. And you know it's coming. There's all different roles we all we all play, right? You had that talk with him before before it even started. Now listen, now. Yeah, you got the one. Po- you got the one political commentator who knows yep. everything about everything. You've got the one person who can tell you because you work in the sports industry. Oh, I'm going to tell you how it is, and mm-hmm. you just sit there just going, "Okay, yeah, I got you." Too. And then you got that. You got the cook that can't cook. But it has to be in the kitchen telling everybody what to do. You bring the cups. You got the couple that don't get along, and you still, we still wonder why they're still married. How mm-hmm. are you guys still together? Why are you even bother? You hate each other. Yep. Right? You have that. You know, there's all that. The one-up. We all got the one-up. Like, come yeah, on, nod the, right the, now. The we fancy have, one, yeah. Yeah, you got the one-up. Like, everything that you do, they did uh, a little bit better. A little bit better. Oh, the, oh yeah, I got that too, but. I got that too, but. You know, you yep. always have the one-up. The, the, competing, the competing cousins that's semi-successful. Then you, got, then, then you got the favorite that the grandma always agree oh, with. Yeah. yeah, the one that, that walks on water, that the party don't start till I get yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You get that one. There's all that. We all have that. And yet, that's family. Whether they're whether blood-related or somehow other-related, it doesn't matter. It's still family, and that's what the day's about. So, you know. Got the cousin. I mean, like, why are you flirting? Why, listen, man, that's your cousin. The madness. That's your cousin. Why are you flirting with them? Whoa, hold up, man. What you doing? <laughs> Like, you know it's that's just, your cousin, right? It, it's it's all it's all madness, and it, it always ends like, they, like by the end of the night we're all full, fat, happy. The fire's going. All of a sudden, somebody starts playing some music, and then like that's when the reminiscing begins, and dun, that's dun, when dun, Uncle Warren dun, and Peg. Dun, dun. Whoa! And that's when that dun, starts dun, happening. Dun. Frankie Beverly Mays. Then the depression. Off every somebody time. gets sad, and then somebody starts yelling at them for getting sad, and then it turns into a fight. Talking about the scars. Why do we do this every year? Yo, talking about the scar that that you pushed me down when we was a kid. <laughs> oh, there's and that I looked too. At, I got this scar on my head. Like, man, right. come on, man. Like, right. listen, I wasn't around for none of this. I am. Remember the time we were doing this and Bart, you pushed me down this day. You're like, man, I'm never, I'm never gonna live that. I'm never getting over that, right? I can't live that down. No matter what, every year we got to bring up that story. You know, there's always that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, in the end, it's family. You know, and that's kind of what this stuff's all about. You know what happened last night or didn't happen last night, Bart? What happened last night? Well, what didn't happen last night is for the first time. Now, I'm not going to count the summer because obviously the summer is, is, is only baseball. It's the first time that we didn't have anyone in our tri-state New York area playing a live game. Great, great. Did you know that? Nobody. That's we have great, three great. hockey teams in the middle of a season. We have two NBA teams in the middle of a season and two NFL teams still in their season. And none of them played. Now, obviously, NFL was a Tuesday. Yep. But you know that the last time we had that, again, not counting baseball season, because in the summer, it's also rare in the summer that yeah. Mets and Yankees are both not playing on the same night, other than, of course, All-Star Weekend. So let's not count that because we know it's the only show, it's the only thing going on. Yeah. But we have to go all the way back to February. Uh-oh, what was that? Yep, I just pushed what my candle. That? I just pushed my candle over. Oh man, that sounded bad. No, not that. that bad. It actually, bad. it actually, it actually fell on the carpet. That sounded like it fell hard and broke into a million no, pieces. Yeah, it did though. A million. <laughs> you gonna yeah. leave it there? Just leave it there for now. Yeah, I'm Gucci. I mean, we got a show to do, so yeah, let's no just bad. leave it there. Anyways, we didn't have any live local action, and it's almost like did we need the break? Right, like we kind of needed the break, didn't we? 
Uh, but we still had Aaron Rodgers comments. That- we, we have that. Now, we know what else we have. We know what's going on today. Daniel Jones, as we speak, getting surgery on the ACL. Why would he get surgery the day before Thanksgiving? Do you want to be because in the hospital? You, well, to- he actually explained why. I need to hear this. You want to hear this? He got nothing to be thankful for? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, here's him talking to Kay Adams about it. I'm doing good. Been rehabbing and getting ready for surgery, doing surgery up here tomorrow, so getting ready for that. That was the best time for it, and got a lot of football to watch while I'm while I'm laid up, so looking forward to that. There you go. Best, what? Time, best time to do it because I got three football games. You know, tomorrow I got the Jets and, and the Dolphins on Friday, and I got all the games on Sunday and Sunday I, night and Monday. Like, it's a perfect I, time to do it. A lot of football I, I, to watch. I don't know if he's it's like, really it's had, like I don't know if he's had surgery before. Man, you're going to be high as hell, man. <laughs> you ain't going to remember nothing. You're going to be sitting there trying to pick, pick at this guy. <laughs> and now you're going to hold your damn parents hostage because now they got to be there with your ass when they could have been eating some turkey and watching the game. Nobody want to watch the game inside of a hospital room. He's oh, not be in a, it's ACL. He's not getting his. He's not. It's not getting a transplant. He he's getting ACL surgery. He'll be out. He'll be out later today. Nah, man. Hey, what do you mean? Nah, you have okay. ACL done. I had it done twice. You're out the same day. I mean, you're right. I had reconstructive toe surgery. I there got you go. It. So you but still, but still, not- you're out. I mean, you're out, and he'll be what? A, what an inconvenience. I mean, he'll be a little like. Oh, yeah, it'll be tough. It'll be tough this weekend. He won't be moving around that much, but he won't want to sit on the couch. Oh, throw oh, some ice packs on it every sit on the couch. He won't be in a bed. No, he won't be in a bed. He, he won't be able to come back downstairs. Up downstairs. That's not true. He's gonna be hopping up and downstairs. No, well, he gets in wherever he's gonna be for the for the weekend is where he needs to be, and then your parents come in, family come in, and whatever it is, and everybody just does dinner. You think he doesn't have a big house? I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. So you get the whole Thanksgiving thing done. Everybody's around him, and he just stays on the couch, got crutches nearby, throws some ice packs on it, and watch some football. I don't mind that. I guess it's the best. It's like. it's honestly. I guess, I guess he got most of his family. It's like getting your snip snip him. right before the NCAA tournament, right? It's the best time to get the snip snip because you're going to sit around watching college basketball. You can't move too much. Just sit on ice. I, sit I, sit I, on I, ice I, for a couple of days. I would not. I would not know. Like I would not Me neuter either. myself, and I would not neuter a dog. No, I. I, they, they, I told they, you well, my oh, story. Your dog, yeah, your dog can get cancer. Like, well, he died like a man. I told you my story. I was all set <laughs> to go, and my wife said no. She called it off. She called she, it off. Last, she called it off. <laughs> this sounds like one of those movies, like when they, when, the boat, right. when the rock when the rock is coming from space, like Armageddon or something. <laughs> and it's like five, four, and they start closing their eyes, like I'm fifth element. You. She's like, you know what? I never, you never know. I was really nervous because it was in my head. Like I, I, I was going to the office. Listen, listen. I was on my way after work, right. and I knew I had the weekend ahead. It sounded like in my pressing. head, I'm going like I can't, like I'm doing it. I guess, I, and I'm trying to talk myself into all the positive reasons to do it. And then all of a sudden she just calls me and she's like, "Don't go, just come home, just don't, just I don't feel right." I'm like, she had a, oh. she had a, she had a dream about. It. She's like, "I am not messing with the wiring. I like the way the system works. <laughs> I don't want to mess start messing with wires and stuff like that. Start getting faulty, faulty signals. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Nah, Whatever. you know what? I like the way it's moving. Nah, you know what? I, <laughs> Whatever it is, man. Whatever it is, right? Let 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 fate take hey, its can, course. Let, let, I want I'll, listen. What? If if you've had if you've had the snip snip out there, and you listen to us. Call us and let me let me know has it has it stopped your uh, aggressiveness? Um, from friends of mine, I know no. In fact, it just takes the pressure off because you're like, let it fly. No, I got that, right? but I'm just saying like the testosterone build up like like has it messed with you? Has it messed with you like mentally, man? It, you know what it reminds me of? You remember Norbit? Who? The movie Norbit. 
with uh oh, it's Rosh Bucher. It's just Eddie Murphy played a fat girl. He played he played eight roles, right? It's okay. crazy. He played a Chinese man with bald head, like all that okay. stuff. Like, yeah, he, so he played all these different characters, right? Yes. And like Rosh Bucher, how you doing? You can need you need to look it up. It's one of the funniest movies you'll ever see. It's one of the best movies Eddie Murphy ever did. Really funny as hell. Yeah, you got Cat Williams in it. Um, it's that funny, and I've never Eddie heard Gri- of it? Eddie Griffin in it. Okay, it's funny as hell. Okay, right. So uh, it's a dog, and somebody Charlie Murphy voices over the dog, and like <laughs> no, he like man kill the itch. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But he but like he also like tells her, oh, who is it? Is it Terrence Howard? No, it ain't Terrence Howard. I forgot the dude. But yeah, he he's like she hit the she hit the dog with his legs, right? So the dog got wheels on the back for his legs. All right. He was like, man, she took my legs, man. You know how hard it is to be a man around here when you roll up on a on a dog. And you ain't got no leg. You can't use your legs, man. Kill her. <laughs> That's what I feel like. My dog. I look my dog in the face, man. I was like, man, I, I will never do this to you, bro. You never you, you, I've had two German Shepherds. But like I said, like I said, friends of mine have told me the experience is almost like liberating because you can just. Let it ride! I mean, you just get, you know what I mean? Yeah, way, way to tell on your friends that they don't use protection. Way to go. I mean, <laughs> if, you're, if you're in a relationship, I'm just saying. You feel me, Jake? <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, 800-919-3776 is the number part of the conversation today. You can already see where this show's going, but it is holiday season. We like to have some fun. We will be giving things. This is, a, again, this is the holiday oh. of giving, right? So lots to give to you, including uh, concert tickets and whatnot. we got Hootie and the Blowfish uh, to give you, right? We'll do that. We've also got Jets tickets for you as well. Oh, snap. Bart Stradamus is going to be making an appearance. Duh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, and more. So... You definitely want to stick around for all of that. Mike Tannenbaum talks some football and also some college basketball because you know, I mean, it's you get to Thanksgiving, college basketball season now is around, is here. So we'll get into some of that too with Friend Fraschella, a good friend of the show as well. Uh, but we do have your calls to get to. And, and also, let's just right now, Bart, for a minute, get back to the Jet conversation, not from the Rodgers side of it, which we'll, we'll, we'll get back into that a little bit later on. But more from, okay, where do they go from here side of it? Yeah. And Tim Boyle. And you're saying, like, how many times have we said this season, if you are, if the Jets' offense could be just, just average, just mediocre, that maybe, you know, with this defense, the team could still have a successful season. Zach, the offensive line, all the different issues that they've had, we've just never been able to see that. But – I was watching SportsCenter last night, and one of our um, fantasy football experts was starting to hint to people that you might want to play Garrett Wilson this week. And he said, I know that's crazy because Garrett, over the last couple of weeks, has struggled, and in this offense has started to struggle in the last few weeks, mainly because lack of targets, easy to, they throw a lot of defense at him, bad quarterback play, bad offensive line play, no time, all that stuff, right? And so some people might have been starting to pull away from using Garrett. And he's saying, here's why. And it made me look it up, but he was right. So you know who Amon Ross St. Brown is, right, with the, with the Lions? Yeah, my guy. Yeah. So nobody knew who he was a couple of years ago with the Lions. 
Dan Campbell's there. USC. Yep. Jared Goff is the quarterback. It's, it's things aren't really going well for them. They they had a terrible oh, season. I smell what you cook and keep talking, Allen. Tim Boyle was the backup quarterback that season. Mm-hmm. And Goff had gotten hurt a few times, and Boyle gets in the game. And Boyle made St. Brown like his favorite target. Mm. Let me give you some numbers here. So this is basically five appearances that Boyle made, and he made three starts. It was all the end of the season once once Goff got hurt, and the season was yeah. going away. So I'm just going to get one by one. Here's game by game. So the first game he gets in is against Cleveland, and it's in November. In fact, it was November 21st, so pretty oh. much right here. Mm. And uh, St. Brown had – Four targets, caught four balls, only 18 yards. Nothing really too spectacular there. But then a month later, now uh, Boyle gets in against the Cardinals. 11 targets, eight catches, 90 yards, and a touchdown. The following week against the Falcons, 11 targets, nine catches, 91 yards, and a touchdown. Then they play Seattle. 11 targets, 8 catches, 111 yards, receiving one touchdown. And then the last game of the season against Green Bay, 10 targets, 8 catches, 109 yards, and a touchdown. So you see what happened is that Boyle knew who the best target was and made sure to get him the ball as much as possible. Now, again... The Lions were bad. They didn't win. All I'm saying is, is that if we're looking at Garrett and saying, you know, what's going on with him these last couple of weeks because he has really struggled, and you have yeah. talked about how amazing it is that he has had some games that he could still get to 90, 90 yards, 100 still yards on, receiving. Still on pace for over 1,000. <laughs> and I'm wondering if in this game Friday, will Tim Boyle do the same thing that he did with St. Brown with, with Garrett Wilson and say – I know who the like. What, what did Garrett tell I us? My, I know my bread is buttered. Yeah, get find the, your guys. Get him my and, best player Brees. the ball. Him and Brees, right? Get the ball. So you wonder if that's going to happen here, and, and is that something to certainly keep an eye on? Look, I don't. I'm not saying Boyle's going to light it up and all that stuff, but I'm just curious to see if he can at at the very least get something going and get Garrett Wilson going because the last couple of weeks it's been a struggle for Garrett. That's 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 more than fair. And listen, he's a, he's a guy that knows where to get the ball out. He's going to get out of his hands quickly. It's going to be now we're going to really see what type of yak these guys got because I think it's going to be listen. Understand? Quick, I understand. Yeah, quick, listen, get it listen, out quick, kind of stuff. Yeah. I listen. I expect and I hope that it is so much motion because he gets to the he gets to the line of scrimmage early. I hope it is so much motion because whenever you get an opportunity to get away from Xavier Howard, whenever you get an opportunity to get away from Jalen Ramsey, and you can figure out that by motion and get Garrett motion into the slot, get him maxed up against uh, uh, get him matched up if you find out that it's zone. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be opportunity to get him the ball for big plays. Yeah. And so I'm I'm hoping that listen, I, I have no when I say I have zero expectations, I have zero expectations. But at I'm home with you. it's a short week. You got a team like uh Miami divisional opponent coming in. This is their first time seeing each other this year. The Jets were embarrassed their backs against the wall. I expect at least them to put up a good fight, at least for the first half. And who knows if some things happen, 
as far as they get some turnovers. Last year they got Tua out of the game, you know, because they're able to get to him. You get Tua starting to look and hold on to the ball. Well, remember Good the first happens. game they took out. Um, yeah, they took out Tua. Uh, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, right. Teddy, Teddy was Bridgewater. out. Tua was already out of it. He wouldn't right, even right. start. It was right, Tua right. they took out. It's, uh, no, Teddy they took out in the first play of the game. Yeah, with the t- Sauce Gardner. Yeah, the sauce, right. And then they, they, it was Skylar Thompson the rest of that game. Right. Look, again, it, it's a Friday. It's weird. But all I'm saying is simple as that. All I'm saying is that it's it, it can't be worse than what it was, and at least you hope it isn't. And if they can just get Garrett going a little bit, and obviously Brees, you got to go to your weapons and let your weapons do it. And if your quarterback can't be your biggest weapon, don't let him be your biggest fault, your biggest problem, your biggest Achilles heel. No pun intended. So let's just see what happens with this offense. But I just wanted to bring that to light because of something that they were talking about on a fantasy level when it comes to do you play Garrett this week or not. And then I just went, let me look deeper into that. Okay, that's something to watch in this game. 800-919-3776 is the number. So we see a lot of people <laughs> called in about you and the uh, SNP experience. Yeah, so I, I think we have calls certainly to get to on that and other things. Uh, lots more to get to. Again, Mike Tannenbaum, top of the hour. It's at 1 o'clock to get into uh, more of the football stuff and what we've got. Uh, you know, good, good Thanksgiving lineup as well to talk about, Bart and more but coming up let's get into some college hoops because first of all st john's has rick patino and we've got to see how long is it going to be to see how long it's going to get to get the st john's program going but also just looking around college basketball and something that happened last night a little altercation that we got to get some expert opinion on as well fran frischilla next with us stay with us barton hot 98.7 espn Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Aaron Rodgers going down four plays into the season is the worst thing that has happened to the Jets this year. Yesterday on the K-Show, Michael said the move to bring in Aaron Rodgers could turn out to be the worst thing out of them all. If they don't win a Super Bowl, even if they go to a playoff, it's going to be one of the worst moves they've ever made. He forced the hand on Alan Lazard, who's been a bad player. They have a four-year contract with him. He forced the hand on Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb's not even active. Now, this came before Aaron Rodgers signed, but in the history of the world, when it's all written, I would think that they knew they had to sign Nathaniel Hackett to make sure that they could get Aaron Rodgers. So they brought in Nathaniel Hackett to be offensive coordinator. And it seems like, whether you like it or not, he's running the organization. Now, the reason I say this could turn out to be the worst move this organization has ever made if they don't win a Super Bowl and he's gone in two years as a 42 year old quarterback what exactly did you get other than utter chaos because when he's gone they don't have a quarterback and they have to start all over again and after those two years then you're going to decide who are we going to sign on this defense is it going to continue to be stout and that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew when it's game time it's telly time be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew response Coming up, 3 o'clock, it is the Michael K. Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. You got to have Mariah at some point. No? Are you are you sweeping right now? I was getting the glass out the way, I man. I understand that. But you want me to step on them barefoot? Well, you don't have to step when you're sitting down at a, at a desk. Talking I got to get back to the desk. All right. Well, can you... Yeah, I'm coming back to the desk, but I don't want to get stepped on some glass that I ain't see. Don't step on. And then the I, you want you want me bleed? Look, there's one right out under here. Look, look at that. That was a lot. Yeah, that's a shard. That is definitely a shard of glass. You see that? Look at that. You can see it better now. Did that thing shatter into tiny million yes, pieces? Yes. So understand. you need a vacuum. Then I don't know why you're. You, you realize using a broom with broken glass makes no sense, right? It gets stuck in the bristles. So the more you sweep, the more it just gets spread out. No, now you got no. Now you got industrial. I don't know about that. That's this. industrial right there. These bristles don't collect. That is not industrial. No. Is, I would get a va- just get a vacuum. Watch this. Watch this. I don't want to watch that. Tell you Let's what, get while, to our call. While, well, yeah, while you're, while, while you're sweeping, I, I think we need to get into some college basketball here because it is – I always felt this It's week, that time of season. I love tournament time. It, it really time. is. Yeah, you'd get, to, you'd get was, to this point of the year, and you know it's college basketball season. It's basketball season all around, and I love talking with Fran Fischel about that and more, so he joins us right now. Coach, how you doing? Good to talk to you. Alan? I'm, you guys, I'm doing great. I'm back home in Brooklyn. Uh, it's changed nice. a little bit, but it's fun. It's fun being here at Barclays Center. We got uh, college basketball this uh, Wednesday and Friday. Yeah, yeah. Tonight got a great doubleheader again. The NIT uh, season tip-off, which has been going on in New York for back to the '80s. I mean, this is an annual tradition yeah. in New York, and it's on ESPN two tonight. And Fran, of course, on the call. Uh, some great games tonight, including Baylor, which is uh, one of the national what national champion just two years ago. 13th in the country yeah. now. They take on Oregon, Florida, and Pitt. Uh, what are you seeing out of Baylor? What are you looking forward to tonight in this matchup? Well, Baylor is going to have a young man by the name of Jacoby Walter. Uh, Scott Drew and Baylor, the only school in America with a top 16 pick the last three years. And Jacoby will be the fourth. A terrific six foot six guard out of Dallas, Texas, where Baylor spends a lot of time recruiting because they're, you know, Waco's pretty close. Uh, I've been around Baylor for 20 years. I've seen the program grow, Alan. This kid, when you when someone says he may be the best human being they've had as a player there, mm. it says a lot. Great talent, great family, uh, great upbringing, and uh, came out of the gates against Auburn first game of his career and had 28. Um, he's <laughs> the real deal. He's going to be fun. And then Pitt, Pitt and uh, Florida, two very underrated teams. I think they're both going to be in the NCAA tournament. Uh, this is this would be like a classic eight nine game in the NCAA tournament, and uh, Oregon State, a young team, uh, still trying to find itself. I expect Baylor to win tonight, quite honestly. And then whoever they play on Friday night, it would be like a second round NCAA tournament matchup. So good basketball, a lot nice. of NBA scouts here. Always fun to be back in New York at Thanksgiving, and uh, the teams appreciate it because Bart, as you know, some of these kids come from all over the country, yeah. and in many cases, it's the first time they've ever been to the Big Apple, so it's fun for them. 
Yeah, I, I love this time of year because, you know, guys, whether it's the, the tournaments in Hawaii, you know, go, guys go to places yep. and they get the experience. And, you know, it's that bunker mentality where I'm sure they get some time to themselves to go out and explore. Um, you know, yeah. you, you mentioned that there's a lot of um, NBA scouts there. I'm just wondering, you know, now with the new NIL deals in sports, do you expect, you know, us to start seeing more mature teams as some of these athletes elect to stay in and, and, and instead of going out maybe a year early, they stay a year late so they can you know, mature, but also it's, it's enough money out there to, to hold them back and yeah. we see maybe more mature teams in the tournaments. 100%, Bart. You know, the COVID era that we're getting through right now, because of the NCAA granted that fifth year, along with the NIL popping up in the last couple of years, one of the things that you love about college basketball right now is the maturity of the teams and the quality of play because you're not having to, like, you know, only Duke and Kentucky really had great success with the one and dones. Mm-hmm. We know that. Um, and the way to beat those teams when they were really rolling was, like, as Mike Bray once said, uh, get old and stay old. Now uh, you're really a young man who's only going to make uh, maybe 40 to 100 grand in the G League as an NBA prospect can now stay in college at some of these Power Five conferences and really make, you know, I've heard, Six and I've heard seven-figure, uh, you know, uh, NIL deals for some of these guys. But I think for the most part, the amount of money they can make now playing at a place like a Baylor or a Pittsburgh or a Florida makes perfect sense as opposed to coming out early and you know spending your time in Grand Rapids, Michigan, Portland, Maine, you know, all those G League places. It's funny too. If you're not a lottery pick, it does give you that reason to stay a little bit longer. So it does it does work out. And for for the college game, it's just better as well because you do get like Bart said, the older teams that we were used to from back. You know, everybody talks Villanova. about the glory days. Is you have <laughs> yeah, those those Villanova, older teams. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it does yeah, work. And I, and I would, yeah, and I would say this, Alan, too. You know, like I have a son that's coaching with the Wizards G League yep. team right now, and uh, <clears throat> some of these guys at the power conferences. In four years or three years, how long is it long they stay? They never get on a commercial flight. It's all charters. And when you are in Des Moines, Iowa at 6 a.m. in the morning, like I am sometimes <laughs> after an Iowa State game, and I see, these, I see these 10 tall guys coming at me, I go, that's a T-League team. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's the Washington, that's the Cap City Go-Go's. Oh, yeah, they got to play in Cleveland tonight. <laughs> you, you know, so, I mean, and, and let's, let's face it, times have changed with the NIL. Uh, so you guys would agree that it's it's a great opportunity mm-hmm. for these kids to really use name, image, and likeness, right? Yeah, right. And uh, right. now some of my friends, some of my friends in college call NIL now it's legal, okay? But but it's a good thing. It's it doesn't have thing. to be in a duffel bag anymore. <laughs> We're talking to Fran well, Frischel. You know, hey, listen, the cheaters, the cheaters are mad at NIL because yeah. they're the <laughs> Now everybody's doing it. So <laughs> the guys that were cheating all those years, they're upset because now even the good, even the good guys are, are giving out good NIL deals. Yeah, no, today's do, price is not yesterday's price. You can't even do blue chips yeah. as a movie anymore. Like blue chips, it's like, no, well, no big deal. Like that yeah. movie doesn't even exist today. <laughs> Buy your own tractor. Yeah. Here's a million dollars. Buy your own tractor. Yeah. Hey, Fran, I wanted to ask exactly. you uh, more locally, and again, you you have this experience as, as, again, you have a wealth of the college coaching experience in the different places yeah, you were at, yeah. but St. John's obviously is one place that you were at and had really good success there, led them to an NCAA tournament appearance, and I want to know if, if you're looking at now as, as Rick Pitino comes in and takes over the, yeah. the program, is how long do you think this will take him 
and and how what is the seal is there a ceiling for what St. John's can be or is that is that era past for what you know when we looked at we think of St. John's as like this national program it once used to be can it ever yeah. be that again yeah. I think so I think so you know the the Yes, I think it can be. I expect them to be a sweet 16-level team by next year, not this year. Um, Alan, we've watched Rick Pitino do his thing for, you know, 30-plus yeah. years. If he was a coach at Alaska Anchorage tomorrow, he'd they'd probably be in a sweet 16 in two <laughs> years. And, and I, I just here's what I would say. When they had to scramble to put this roster together with transfers, um, it looked great on paper, but there were a lot of guys that were basically mid-major players. Now, you think that the Patino Magic with the great coaching and guys that were not quite power conference guys, like Joel Soriano, right, from Westchester County, played at mm-hmm. Fordham. That's where he started, you know. Uh, Jordan Dingle from Penn, uh, a couple guys from Iona. So I think they're going to be up and down. They're going to win games because of his coaching and the team's effort because they – they got no choice but to play hard for him. Uh, but talent-wise, they're certainly not where I think the fans think they should be right now. And so I think it's going to take another year. Do I okay. think he's going to get it done? I do because, they. and I'm going to say this, they have a great NIL situation over there with uh, um, vitamin water guy. Yes. Okay? And, and, and it's, it's got great tradition. I, I was at the Garden the other night for a couple of games and still the Garden. So I do think it's going to take another year to get the type of talent to get them back. And can they be UConn? You know, I kind of think they can be. And I know you're going to ask me about Danny's team next, but I think they can be because when Danny took over five or six years ago, they were not the UConn that we remember. Now they are. Yeah. And it's, it's funny you say that, too, because it's when you think about how you build it up, it's no longer about just recruiting high school stars. It's now also – finding as you mentioned transfers and the portal is a big part of the two nil is one thing but portal is another and it is something that that danny talked about with his team even with how you got to recruit your own players to keep your own players at this point i imagine if i'm rick you know it it ain't show friends it's show business if i can get better players and i'm taking them from your program i'm gonna do that like do you imagine that that could also create maybe even either whether it's rivalries or just greater animosity when you know star coaches are kind of taking from each other well we used to say we used to say like you know the most important thing to be a college coach is you know recruiting or scheduling coaching now it's your roster management coordinator (laughs) you know you basically have to be a gm and 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 honestly bart like guys you you really first of all the good thing about this is a coach really has to develop relationships now more so than ever you know we all assume that a coach is in it to be a you know a a mentor, et cetera, you know, develop young people, especially in college. But now you really have to have a plan to develop these kind of relationships where the kid, if, the, if the young man is not good enough, you can say, hey, listen, if you really want to play a lot, I think I can help you get to a lower level. Or the kid that's really good, who the AAU guy's telling him, I got 10 schools calling me because they want you to transfer. That kid says, well, listen, I'm happy here. I know I, I love my coach. There has to be more of a transformational relationship than transactional. And a lot of my college coaching buddies, quite honestly, uh, they can be transactional at times, and I don't think you know, that's, not a, that, that's not ultimately healthy. 
Yeah, yeah you got to develop these relationships, and it's got to be developing these relationships with the with the eleventh and twelfth man on your roster as well. You know, That's I'm right. wondering just with St. John's, you know, as a whole, yeah. how does Patino make this? a make this a destination again because you talk about the living yeah. situations and you talk about the dormitory so you talk about the vitamin water people are they going to make living quarters in, in, in the campus better for the players to want to come because you know it's all about the fa- fancy stuff and the flashy yeah. stuff and the location of St. John's <laughs> don't suggest that and you have to tell them and remind them about the rich history of St. John's you know what I mean going all the way back in my opinion to uh, coming to America where I first you know laid eyes on it yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, it's funny you say that because I heard this great quote during the uh, early part of the football season. Mike Loxley, the coach at Maryland, he said, "We got this beautiful new facility here, but but a kid would he'd get dressed in a garbage can for twenty five grand." You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, but I think your point—it's funny. I think you're right, Bart, because what I did when I was at St. John's, um, we figured out a who wanted to stay home because mm-hmm. some kids just—you know—Ron Artest is from Queensbridge. He yeah. He was going to stay home. Uh, but then the other kid, like Elton Brand, for example, back in my year, he was going away. And you have to sell the local kid on why he should stay home, play in front of family, garden, et cetera. And then there's always the kid from Chicago, D.C. that says, hey, I want to live in New York. I want to, I want to, play, I want to play college basketball in New York. I want to play at the Garden. You know, I want to play in the Big East. So you've you got to figure out which kids fit St. John's. And it's not the most pretty campus. It's a city campus. And you know, and you know, it's built on an old golf course. They told me, but it's still Queens, and you got to find the right kid. And there, there's the, there's enough kids out there that I think would buy into the Patino, Big East at Madison Square Garden routine that they could make this work because it's basketball. You don't need 85 guys. Yeah, I'm wondering who's going to be that first Travis Hunter. You know, when you think about Deion Sanders, yeah. what he was able to do at Jackson State be able to yeah. get a guy like the number one guy to, to really shake up the college basketball world. Like, whoa, this guy went there? Mm-hmm. It's safe to come. Yeah. Well, that, and, and that's that, kind of what way, he needs. As Alan remembers, yeah, as, as Alan remembers, that was Ron Artest. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. when we were trying to turn it around, Ron Ron was the guy that we felt like his energy, his passion, his New York City vibe, his family, that he would relish being a, a uh, you know, a St. John's player. And that's exactly who he was. So you got There's there's guys out there. You just got to really handpick them. They got to be good enough to be that kind of player to kind of help build your program back. If anybody can get him, it, it certainly is is Coach Patino. We're talking with Fran Fraschella, and, and you know, I'd be remiss if I don't bring up something that you're involved in that, that I'd love to hear about because it is relatively new uh, when it comes to the yeah. Olympics, and that's three on three. And USA basketball is, is going to be part of this, and. Uh, uh, in Paris, and I, I think actually you're you're part of it too. You could be coaching this as well. What, tell me about this. Well, three on three. We all grew up playing three on three. Yep. You know, and like in my case in Brooklyn, and and uh, you know, but this is this is a new. It's kind of like beach volleyball to volleyball, right? Olympic sports. Right. Uh, women won the gold in Tokyo. They used WNBA players. We've got like G League guys. We're not using NBA guys yet, but probably by LA in 28 we will. Half court, 12-second shot clock. You know, big three, when you watch the big three with Ice Cube, that's old-timers day at Yankee Stadium, okay? <laughs> that's not, you know, <laughs> those guys, they got a chip. Yeah, even Bart would be out there, you know, fouling guys and <laughs> catching his breath. You know? Run it, run into one of these picks. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> is 12 second shot clock, very fast. Wow. Exhausting. It's like the 200 meters. And I, I recruited Alan Jimmer Fredette to play for us. Oh, and yes. Jimmer has. He's leading us to the Olympics. Now we got to find another few guys to go with him. But uh, they asked me to take it over, and we have qualified for Paris. And uh, it's really cool because I grew up, you know, play, we all grew up playing three right. on three when you don't have ten guys. So Very half relatable. court, it's fun, and mm-hmm. it's really good. It's, it's a sport that's going to catch on. And for, for five on five guys, it's incredible conditioning. It would be like yeah. playing six-man football, Bart, when you were, when you were a youngster. No, already. I already know. I I still try and play every blue moon, and I'm like, you know what? You catch I'm breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I push the easy button. He wants to call timeouts, and I'm like, there's no timeouts. Like, I'm what are you talking about? I'm calling, I'm calling back, I'm calling back to back fouls. I'm calling back to back fouls, and ain't nobody took the ball out yet. <laughs> hey, there's no coaching. Once we start the game, I sit in the stands like uh, the U.S. Open. Oh wow! Yeah. So the four guys, and there's a four, <laughs> it's a four-man team, and you sub. It's figure it out. And, and every dead ball, every dead ball, you have to sub because you're exhausted. I, I can, I can, I can, hear, I can hear right now, guys. Oh, the coach is coaching from the stands. No, he's got, he's got lights <laughs> on. Two, two, two red dots. That <laughs> oh yeah. Holding yeah, up signs and everything but, else. But yeah, no, but you know what? When we all grew up playing three-on-three three without a coach, we, that's how we learned how to play the game. Also. Yeah, yeah, very relatable. It's a so, great way to put it. It's, it's just like beach volleyball is to regular to, to the six-on-six volleyball. Yeah. Fran, we got to leave it right there, but it's <clears throat> excuse me, it's always great to catch up with you. All the best. Welcome home. Welcome home. home. Yeah. Good to have you around for Thanksgiving. And uh, NIT pre- season tip-off is tonight, ESPN2. you got a great doubleheader. Baylor and Oregon, Florida and Pitt. And Fran will be on the coverage for that and, of course, the championship on Friday as well. All the best. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you guys. All the best. Bye. All right. So we got the college basketball aspect. So now we're really into it when it comes to the winter sports season. 800-919-3776. We got your calls. A lot of people want to talk about this uh, snipping thing Snip, that, that you discussed. So we'll get to those calls. But first, Bart, I need you to tell me about BetMGM. Already, man. BetMGM, the king of sports, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Plan to trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert those BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining shows, hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resort properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM and GameSense reminds you to play responsibly and offers resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM for T's and C's and must be 21 years or older to wager and physically present in New York only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Resort Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, help is available. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Mariah, be, even though she's singing slow, it seems like she's moving too fast. This is chill, man. This is like mom in there stirring up that banana pudding. Flipping over that peach cobbler. This make you think about grandma. This don't make you think about mama. This make you think about grandma. And all her babies is the tree of life that she created for everybody, man. And everybody come together. And for one small day, we don't hate each other. So, yeah, so our, we're, we're culturally and generationally different. 
because when I hear the Glenn Miller band, that's when I think of my grandmother. Oh, there we go. You know what I mean? It's different. It's all the same. That swing era. She grew up in. She had had like this old, I don't know how to describe it, but it was a record. It played records, but it was this gigantic piece of furniture. Yeah, like, yeah. Like it looked like a hutch, you know. Like you ever like see a xylophone like, thing had the big old. No, not a xylophone. I mean, I'm saying the big old horn, the big old. No, thing no, that, not a Victrola. No, 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 no. Okay. It was it, it was it, it was a piece of furniture. Like it literally looked like a table. But it Ray Deasy said uh, xylophone on the top. No, it was not a xylophone on the top. The, it slid open on one side. All your records were stored. On the other side was the turntable. Uh. But it had the greatest sound ever. Like it was yep. an incredible. Perfect, pure sound, and if when she she loved big band, that was her thing. Okay, and Sinatra and the like the old stuff, and she would play Glenn Miller on this thing, and the album would come on, and it would just it just I would sit on the floor in between, like against it, the speakers were built into this thing, so I'd sit there on the floor and like it was just most incredible sound, and I loved it. That always makes me think of her. So a little Glenn Miller would be nice. That's amazing. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. And I said um, gramophone, Bart. Oh, gramophone. That was the phone you were looking for. Okay, gramophone. <laughs> oh, it's a gramophone. <laughs> Perfect. Not, it is not a gramophone. Huh? Let's go to the lines, man, because I've been wanting to talk uh, the to jitterbug. Bob. The Bob, jitterbug. Bob's in there driving on his. Bob's right, in there Bob's driving. in the truck. On the truck, Foster man. I appreciate you listening, snippage. Bob. What's up, Bob? Hey, you guys hear me? We got we you. We got you, Bob. Yes, sir. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. When you said Bob in the truck, I had to say Rob in the Bronx, but it's all good. <laughs> See, they, they, they hear me. The, the grandma phone, yeah, right? They heard the it just like I heard the, the grandma, grandma phone. phone. picked up. It got that one. Go ahead. Right, so, yeah, so right. Rob no, in listen, the Bronx. I love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Love you guys. Likewise. Um, Ray, what's up, man? Um, Listen, everything works the same, feels the same. Everything's good. The only difference is the outcome. I'm praising now is it, and by that I mean, listen, no stress. You don't got to worry about what's gonna happen in the end, man. You know what I'm saying? I've been with my wife for 16 saying. years, 16 I mean, years, and we done. We got two. We done, and everything is great, guys. Alan, you ain't gonna regret it. No, um, it's all good. Nah, you good because, like I said, you don't. We have you. You know you done. How old are you, Bob? Are you done having kids? Oh, no, no. I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm over 50. So How old are you, Bob? I, I got four, right, right. and I'm, I'm 34. good. I'm 34. Bob, Bob, you, Bob, you 34. Listen, I love you, Bob, but what if you, you know what I'm saying? I got, That's a step of faith. I, I got a 14-year-old. I got yeah. a 14-year-old and a 5-year-old. Oh, so you started and when you was 12. want to have – hold on, listen. I feel like this is the time now when my kids are big enough where we started having freedom – and we old enough, we know we ain't gonna be with nobody else. Okay, so that's the, that's what I'm talking about. I, we good, and I and Bar, I don't. I'm from a neighborhood. You know where I'm coming from. Where you got baby mamas and this one. I, I'm with my wife. I don't want kids with somebody else to take mm. away from my kids that I have now. Right. All right. You, you want to be I'm able saying? to have a side piece and not have to worry about that happening. Nah. That's what you're saying. <laughs> nah, Is that yeah. right? That's what you're talking nah, about. Nah, right. There's no way in hell. You know, it's- Nah, no way. But just to sum it up, Alan, it's all good. Trust me, everything works fine. Um, right. And um, it's the best thing I ever did, man. Believe me, it's the best thing we ever did. So appreciate you. Hey, Rob, that. happy Thanksgiving. Appreciate you. I don't you know if he yours, got that man. dog in him no more, though. You don't think the dog's in him? All right. Yeah. Well, Mike Tannenbaum's got, got that, that dog, dog in, in me, boy. You just don't know. He's going to join us. We're going to talk with Mike T next. A lot of football to get to. Your calls, of course, 800-919-3776. It's Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. 
Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Given with where the Jets are at, it's kind of hard to believe that Aaron Rodgers could still return this year if the team has nothing to play for. Earlier this morning on DPH and Rothenberg, guys were talking with Jets offensive lineman Lakin Tomlinson and asked him, do you want Rodgers back this year or should he shut it down? Honestly, the strides that he's made, you know, uh, that type of injury, it's incredible just to, you know, see the things that he's doing right now. It's already, like I said, it's already a miracle, you know, the things that he's doing right now with his rehab. But, um, you know, it's whatever the doctor thinks that's best for him. Protect himself and, you know, if they give him the go, they give him the go. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it is Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up, 3 o'clock, it is the Michael K Show. And it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.